Good morning, everyone. Live on Crack Rackets this morning. We have not one, but two coaches here for the University of Florida Gators, Adam Steinberg and Coach Matt Clore. Guys, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm happy and, and excited. This is uh, fun to be able to have a little bit of talk before we actually watch you guys play under the lights at Lake Nona. And I feel like early in the season now, you guys have been working and learning and growing. And it'll just be fun to have a little bit of a discussion on how things are going over there in Gainesville. And, and obviously, you guys have a few matches you've already played. You've got a few more to play before this this FSU battle. But I I think uh, it's just nice to talk shop. Obviously, you guys for sure have been around the block, and uh, so have I. So it's a long-standing relationship we've had for a great deal of time. But I, I definitely think uh, myself and the fans here want to get a little bit more. Uh, I, I think, obviously, the start. Uh, Adam, how does it feel with the new shade of blue, man? It's a new <laughs> shade of blue you got going on, man. How does that feel? Like, how's that, how's that looking? Yeah, it's been a lot of blue in my life <laughs> through the years. Uh, it's feeling good. It's been uh, fun to get started for sure. We uh, feel like we've been waiting a while, so it's been it's been really cool getting the season off to to a good start so far. And uh, wearing the blue's been fun. That's awesome. And so, obviously, it's always difficult to have uh, an actual succession after somebody's had a long track record there. Uh, talk a little bit about the transition and the life after Brian there. Obviously, you've got continuity with Coach Clore and Coach Perlman, but obviously you coming in at the helm, having some things in place. Like, how has that transition been relative to you coming in? Yeah, no, that's it's always, um, you know, there's – Obviously, it's a big change. And um, one thing that I, you know, I, I always say, Brian and I have been great friends for a long time. And it's it's obviously I have to say this. It's an honor to to coach at Florida and follow someone like Brian, uh, someone of his character. And just um, and besides being a great coach, being the person that he is and I, you know, to walk into to a program um, where he instilled, you know, so many amazing things here um, besides the winning. Um, so, you know, to come in and it was important for me to keep Matt and Scott because I've always really looked up to the way Florida has done things and the program that they've had. Again, besides the winning, just just the, um, the character of the program I, I always looked up to. And, you know, that, you know, the transition for sure helped having Matt here. He knows the ins and outs of of uh, how this university and the athletic department works. That was very helpful to me. And Coach P, the legend, Coach P, uh, you know, just his love of Florida. It's it's pretty incredible. And, and this love for this tennis program. It was an easy one for me to you know, ask these guys to stay on. And that's been, that's helped the transition tremendously. And then obviously, you know, I've been doing this a long time and I, and I, you know, um, college tennis, it, it gets back to, you know, the things that I've done my whole career and, and doing it here at Florida. Um, it's been exciting and fun so far for sure. 
Wonderful. And so, Coach Clore, you guys finished 22 last year. You're on a preseason 23 right now, but definitely six freshmen, three at the top of the lineup, it looks like. Talk to me about sort of Gators last year to now Gators this year, Coach Clore. What, what do you feel are similarities, differences? Well, yeah, I think obviously you you talked about it being uh, with six freshmen. Um, you know, youth is is the biggest difference, obviously. Um, you know, so which which is great. Um, you know, which is exciting times here, and um, you know they're they're working hard and and adjusting quickly, and looking forward to that opportunity to uh, you know play a great in-state rivalry at FSU down in Lake Nona. Yeah, I think that, and then Adam coming in with a championship pedigree i think that probably helps to some degree obviously a lot of times you've had a coach that in your particular instance right you only have who would the junior be bonetto is that is that would he be the junior yeah so he's really the only one because you have a, the grad transfer and all the freshmen so he's the only one that's really kind of been part of like you know, a bunch of Brian culture and then now Adam coming in. So you don't have as much of the actual sort of mental transition from one set of language and one set of communication, right, to to maybe a new captain of the ship. Uh, but tell me a little bit more about now how these early season matches have gone. What was the Illini invite like? What was this test with SMU coming in the house with Trevor Schweider and Neff at the top? And talk to me a little bit about like what you guys feel that you've seen now in the early stages with these these early matches. Want to go? Me? Yeah, go ahead, Coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought the Illini invite was, I thought, very helpful uh, with four well, three um, that are eligible to play right now, freshmen in January that came in, plus the, uh, you know, the, the freshmen with Aiden and, and Jeremy. Jeremy wasn't there for that, but we, um, but I thought it was good for everyone just to get back competing um, against a really good team in, in Illinois. So I thought that was very helpful. Got rained out there at the end, but I thought we got some good competition in and just and I thought it was great for us to travel as a team. I really I always enjoy that traveling early, just being in the hotel together, eating meals together, just really becoming a team again. I thought that was helpful even off the court. Um, I thought it helped us more than anything, just getting to know each other more. <laughs> some of the freshmen just arrived. We were kind of just getting to know those guys. And so that I thought that was helpful for them, for for everybody. And then these uh, early matches, it was perfect for us just to have three home matches. I thought the, uh, you know, the first double header with Citadel in North Florida, we got to, you know, everyone got to get in there and compete. Um, North Florida has a really good team this year. It was very competitive. Good players at the top really pushed us um, and helped uh, for sure going into SMU, who, you know, we have a lot of respect for and knew that they uh, with Trevor in there and, and some older guys returning. They had an experienced team and um, we were really happy with the way we competed, with the way we played together. And and the guys, um, you know, they looked like they had a lot of fun out there yesterday playing, which was for us to see that was was great. And to come out with a win even better um, because we got a we got a big schedule coming up, as you know.
Matt, you have anything to add? No, I think it was great for these young guys to really get in, get uh, their feet wet in really competitive matches, and and they handled the moments really well. And um, you know, the more I think with with this with this group of guys, obviously our top three have played on the biggest stages in the junior uh, world. You know, they played all the Grand Slams, and so you know they like those moments. And um, it's you know it's really it's really helping. And I think everyone, the more we compete, the better we're going to get. You know, one thing that you know we keep telling the guys is. It's not how we start. You know, this team's going to look different how we start than how we finish. And I think we're going to keep getting better and stronger and, um, you know, keep growing and processing along the way. So it's going to be a fun ride. So as you guys were trying to piece together a doubles lineup, right? Obviously in the <laughs> old Bryant system, you know, he's got, you know, Riffis and Shelton and Vale and the, all these guys that are serving in volleying in business. How are you guys figuring out personality, sides, style, scheming? Uh, I most certainly know the calculus of how doubles works. I, I'm just curious to know how you guys are sort of going about coming up with this doubles lineup and, and how set is it? How, how, how much is it morphing, obviously, at this early stage? Should we show them the buck that we just picked the name out? <laughs> <laughs> you play with him, man. Um, we we struggled in the fall doubles to be honest we you know we were we were really trying to instill you know a, a certain way of playing we we kind of were stubborn about it and then we felt like hey we're going to play doubles what we feel is the right way and and the guys um we struggled with results wise but we felt in the bigger picture it's going to get us better and you know, I, we also the recruiting class we brought in is, you know, these guys are very skillful in doubles, which has helped a lot. You know, uh, you know, Adithia Genison, you know, bringing him in um, the guys, you know, he played the U.S. Open main draw one Kalamazoo. He's he's very experienced doubles player. So bringing guys like that in have uh, really helped Henry Jefferson, a, a six, seven big serve guy that's, um, you know, pretty comfortable um, at the net. You know, it's that's been helpful um, having these freshmen that have some doubles experience. And I, it's definitely not set. I know you asked that for sure. We, we're getting there. We I thought that was, when we look back on the weekend, I thought that was the area that we improved maybe the most uh, and played very well against SMU yesterday. So, we like where we are with our doubles lineup. Is it set? No, but um, we're definitely playing um, with a lot more confidence and a, and just with a totally different attitude um, than we had in the fall, which was really, that was really great to see, especially yesterday. Um, but like you said, you're trying to find those personalities that match. And that's something that we talk about a lot, like, Jeremy Jin and, and Aiden, you know, they're great friends off the court. They they uh, they get along really well. They have this great chemistry. So for them to play one, they're comfortable. They they love playing together. So, you know, it all goes. It's all part of it. Right. Just that chemistry, how they how they gel together. Um, I think every coach in the country is looking for those doubles teams right now in January. It's not easy. Yes, I would imagine. And so with Chris and Coach P having the continuity and then you having the newness, Adam, how do you divvy up the private lesson individual responsibilities, right? 
how did you come in and say, well, I'm just going to coach this guy and this guy? And like, like, how did you guys sort of sort that? Or is it more of a team approach? Or, or do you guys actually have primaries on the individual lesson side of things? Yeah, good question. I like that. Uh, the, um, it's, uh, it's a team approach here, for sure. That, that's how we do it. Um, you know, we're on the court a lot with these guys individually. But yeah, there's there's obviously, you know, with every staff, certain guys gel better with others, you know. So we'll, we'll you know, maybe Matt will be with, you know, a player a little bit more than I will. Just maybe has a stronger connection there on court. And, and that's, you know, you can't put your ego ahead and be like, no, this, you, you know, Matt, take this guy, um, you know, it depends, but for sure, if we have individual set up, it, it's a team approach. He's out there, Coach P, Matt's out there, I'm out there. Um, you know, it's not like, hey, take this guy and then I'll talk to you about him in a month. It's it's constant discussion and, and we're always on each other's courts and, and trying to give input and I'm open. Obviously, I have, to me, two of the best coaches in the country. I trust them completely. So on the individual side, no, it's a long answer, but, um, you know, it, it's it's definitely not written in stone that, hey, you have this guy for the next two months. We're we're, we're uh, these guys are getting input from all of us. Sure. And, and then the division of labor, like so you, you have this often you have some relationships where a head coach and an associate coach work with certain players and then that translates into where you stand and position yourself during a duel right and with three coaches out there and you go into a kickoff weekend right right away you know where's adam going to be where's matt going to be and, and how is that is that changing based on what you think the keys are for that day or is it actually starting to grow with these relationships from the private lesson stuff and the connection that you're already seeing right so i mean you guys have already had some goal with this, right? You've been positioning yourself here and there to see who's responding better. Do you feel like you guys have already found, you know, positionings and ways to go, or is that something that's always in flux? Yeah, I think it's 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 constantly evolving right now. Uh, it's important for me that um, during these, you know, the first part of the season that the three of us um, really get in the dual matches that I want you know, for us, especially early in the season to to change right now and, and be on the court with different guys. And just so we we just get to know them, earn their trust. Um, so it does. So it, I think in these dual matches, you really get to know these kids, you know, uh, and you really start establishing relationships. So, you know, like Matt and I, we like yesterday's match, for example, we're like, hey, I'm going to be here. You're here. But man. If you see something, I see something. Coach P sees something. You know, I know Coach P came out on court six yesterday after he was done with his, he got done, he did really well with his two guys he was with, and he came down to court six. I'm like, okay, you take him. So it's, again, it's a team approach there as well. Um, but I think it's important for, for the three of us in this next first month to kind of mix it up and, and get out there on the court with, with as many guys as we can so we start establishing these relationships across the board. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, I, 
No, it makes a lot of sense. And I, I, if you see something or you know something, you obviously should say something, right? I, yeah. I, I never forget in the NCAA uh, championship match over there at Lake Nona, Coach Brian was over there at one doubles and, you know, Ben and Riffis were playing too and they were trying to clinch. And Brian could see when they got the match point at 5-4 for the no-add point, he could see the look in his son's eye. He knew Ben was going to go for some low-percentage big bomb serve. And Brian comes running over and just looks Ben in the face and goes, body serve. Three-quarter <laughs> bodies. He completely calls him off or whatever Ben had going on in his brain or whatever he and Riffis said called because he knew his son, he knew Ben was going to try something crazy and maybe miss it and then maybe be in the second serve situation if they get broken. Now it's five all instead of clinching. And Ben hit one of the best body serves into this guy's hip and blew him up and they, you know, was an unreturnable. And they, but I remember that because I was down there calling the, uh, you know, the match from the sideline. And I, I just saw like his face and everything he said and how important sometimes, you know, you know the player and you, you know what they're thinking and how you got to make those those inroads. But that was a that was a dad-son move right there. He knew what it uh, <laughs> was going to do. And that could have been, you know, obviously a momentum changer relative to winning that doubles point in that night. So I get that. Um, getting into now th- this kickoff weekend, you guys, uh, did, you go, did you go to Wake? Or you, you go to, is it, is, you, go you go to Wake, to U, right? We go to UNC and play Oh, no, it's Wake U, UNC, but, but Wake and um, Illinois and UNC are all there, right? Yes. Mm, yeah, that that's going to be a really telling weekend. And that, and that weather-wise will play outside? It'll be warm enough? I think we're, I think we're scheduled to play indoors. Um, yeah, 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 because so. it's a kickoff weekend for national indoors. So then you'll play yeah. it indoors. And you guys up at National Indoors in Chicago, that was a little bit of a struggle. That was, that was, a, that was a grind there a little bit for the Gators there. I remember playing over there in Chicago. So what do you guys feel like the team looks like on an indoor setting, right? Because you're training outside a lot. You're able to go inside, I guess, for one of the invites maybe. But what is, what is that? How does the strength of the Florida Gators right now look as it translates to an indoor battle? What do you think? How do you think you stack up and what are you going to learn about your team there? I think, uh, I mean, we're, I think this team's always evolving right now with how young they are. And it's, you know, for some of these guys, it's, it's going to be their first dual match in an indoor setting. Obviously, you know, especially in doubles, things happen a little bit quicker. Um, and you know the conditions are are perfect it's pretty it's going to be clean hitting and um but you know Aiden Kim grew up in Michigan he's played indoor tennis you know Aditya's from Maryland has indoor you know he's played indoors uh Tana Pat Nirendorn has played a bunch of indoor tennis and, and matches his style well and Nate Bonetto is uh from Bend Oregon so where it gets pretty cold so so playing indoor tennis is something that's not unfamiliar to you know to a majority of these guys and um, you know, so I think it's just gonna, you know, we're gonna take it the same way we approach every match. We're gonna prepare, and luckily here at Florida, we have indoors to prepare on, and we'll take advantage of that this week. And um, but we'll just approach it every day. We're just gonna go to work and and compete and process and uh, lay it all out there. And whichever way the chips fall, we'll learn from it and we'll get back to work the next day. Adam. Unbelievable journey in your process, right? 
playing at Penn State, St. John's, Alabama. There was a little stint at Northwestern with Coach Paul and yeah. uh, obviously Pepperdine. I, just like yesterday, I was standing there in 2006 when you guys got that done with Benjamin serving a volley and then Michigan and the go yeah. blue thing. So you had a heck of a journey, my friend, buddy. It looks like you've, uh, you know, you, you definitely have earned some purple hearts now. What, obviously, we, we know what the obvious goal is, but do, do you have more goals for yourself at this stage of your career now? Um, you know, sort of being at, uh, you know, sort of a veteran out there in these uh, collegiate streets, if you will. You know, are, are there more goals for you right now? I mean, obviously, I, we know your belly's not full, but but what else? What else have you got on your horizon out there for yeah, your, I mean, your experience? Veteran, I like that, Mark. That's uh, <laughs> well put. Um yeah, I, I, I still love it. I, I still love every day. I, uh, you know, I was telling my wife like before the first dual match the other day. I still get the same feeling I had 30 years ago. That that hasn't changed. Um, coming here, you know, the goals at Florida are to win SEC and national championships, and I've had that feeling once before. And personally, you know, that's obviously. Um, the goal to, to get back um, and help Florida get back there. Uh, that's, that's always, you know, the, for me, the, the prize at the end, but, you know, but the everyday, to be honest, and, and I'm not just saying this, just every day I, to see these young guys that we have improve and watch them, yesterday for me to see how they were competing for each other for florida when you say you know i don't know your expression your belly full that that for me that's you know more than anything that's it, it means so much to, to watch these young guys get better and for someone like magnus johnson a fifth year to go out the way that he that he wants to all those different scenarios and stories within our team um, outside of obviously the ultimate goal, like I said, of, of winning is, is why I do this and still love it. Um, and, and really enjoy. So, you know, for, like I said, it, it's not just about winning, winning, winning is, there's a lot more to this for me. It always has been that way and, and why I love college tennis and, and love doing this. So hopefully that wasn't too cheesy of an answer, but it's the truth. Yeah, but the truth is always, always setting us all free there, Adam. Appreciate yeah. that comment. And because you left, you know, the Go Blue Nation, right, sort of at, at a period where you were graduating a lot of guys, right? The Stylers and, you know, obviously the, those guys were moving on, right? It was not a lot in terms of – so you, you were going to be, regardless, of, you're rebuilding now with a group of freshmen, but if you had been there still, you'd have been rebuilt. So you were in that – piece of the life cycle where you still have to have this renewed vigor and take another group of guys and try to go. And, and I guess we'll see very shortly here in the next month whether this is more of an impact season or rebuilding season relative to the Gators, right? It's all up for grabs, right? Everybody has an opportunity to prove what they want to do. I mean, college tennis is, is always going to be in, in any given 
day. Forget about Sunday, Monday, whatever day you're playing, right? South Carolina takes down Virginia yesterday, right? I mean, it, it's, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, if these guys are 19, 20 years old, believe in themselves and step up, I mean, who, who knew that Ben Shelton was going to for sure be top 15 in the world in a year and a half, right? Some of this stuff can change in a matter of minutes, right, um, with the way some of these guys grow. So it will be interesting to see how you plant all these guys, water them, and let some sunlight hit and see what, what ends up happening with the season. Um, switching to you, Matt, this is a tough one, but, you know, I'm full of tough questions. You are a three-time FSU, you know, ACC, All-American kind of guy. I mean, you guys are going against FSU in this college match day. How do you feel in a rivalry match with the alma mater, right? How, how does that feel, and, and what does that look like? And, and, you know, with Coach Dwayne, do you want to stick it to him, take him down? You know, you like, like what is the, the emotion that you're going through? And, and just talk to me a little bit about the, you know, when you were an FSU guy, even though it's ACC versus SEC, what's that tension and rivalry like back when you were a player? And what is it like now while you're on the coaching side? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously one of the great rivalries in sports, Florida State, Florida, and in any arena, whether it's football, basketball, men's tennis, women's tennis, it's a you know, it's a great rivalry and you know they're a lot of fun and you know i got to experience that last year for the first time and um you know we came out on the good side um you know but we just try and just try and uh you know keep it in between the lines as much as you can and um you know go to battle with the guys that we have and it's and it's a lot of fun and looking forward to it again and um you know Dwayne and i get along really well and you know we'll we'll uh shake hands before and we'll shake hands after and we'll battle in between and um so, so looking forward to another great match. They have a great team and, you know, they have a very, a very veteran team, I think. And so it's going to be great for our guys to have that experience. And that's going to be something that uh, hopefully helps us down the road. And, you know, hopefully we come out uh, on the good side again, but really looking forward to a great battle like always. So because you guys are a little bit closer to Lake Nona, do you think you'll actually have a little bit stronger fan support relative to a match like this. Some of these college match days that have been there have been extremely well attended. So do you feel with the synergy of the men and the women playing together uh, that it'll be a little bit more gator clapping going on? Or what, what do you feel is, is going to be the atmosphere there uh, under the lights at 5 o'clock on you know, February 3rd? I think we both hope that there's more... Uh or Gator fans for, for us this match for sure. But I think, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a well attended match. And I think, you know, in the past, it's been one of the most, uh, when it's been on, when it's been televised, it's been one of the, you know, most well-watched matches of the year in college tennis. And, and that's just great for tennis in general and, and growing the sport of tennis and, and growing, you know, the brand of college tennis, which is, which is an awesome, uh, avenue for a lot of great players um and so we hopefully that's that's another we have another awesome saturday night under the lights with both the men and the women and um that yeah, should be it should be a great event so hopefully a lot of people make it out yeah i'm looking forward to it obviously you guys have a lot of work to do before then honestly <laughs> but it's most certainly the, the job right we this is why we do what we do I'm 33 years in, and you know I still got a few more good years left myself. And you guys are looking like you are very excited about this new team. College Match Day is just one of the great, great things that that I feel we should continue to expand. And I think uh, 
uh, it's just great that Crack Rackets is having this opportunity to bring this match together that night and be able to go back and forth. And, and it's going to be an electric atmosphere. And uh, I wish you guys obviously the best of luck in the match. And hopefully it'll be great to be a Florida Gator on February 3rd. <laughs> Thanks so much for uh, you know obviously coming out and having an interview with us this morning. And uh, keep pushing those freshman guys. And look forward to seeing you on February 3rd. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark.